I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Is Fika. I do like a Fika. I do like it well. I like it hot. I like it, and I never, never say Fika not. Why would you say not to a Fika? Um, you'd probably say no to a Fika, not not to a Fika. And this is all about me learning the language of Svaria, and I can't even speak the language of my homeland. I'm Al Pitcher. Thank you for joining me. I'm actually having a fika alone. Um, I've got a guest coming up. Um, He's quite a spectacular guest, actually. He's a guy I know really well. And we kind of mess around a bit. Not not in a loving kind of way, but we we mess around. And we... uh, we, we we don't talk too seriously. So it was really cool. The interview I do with him is quite serious. And I hope you like that. Because this part, you know, this whole kind of... is not that serious. I don't know if you guessed. Not that serious. That's how I drink my coffee. How annoying are those people? Apparently there's some kind of psychological disease or problem... For people who get annoyed with slurping, you know, that kind of, you know, people who get irritated by it, there's a special phobia, like slurpy phobia or something, and you're not, it's something in your brain that says you can't deal with it. It's a bit like people, when they click pens or they tap their hands and stuff like that. These are actual live moments, by the way. Um, These are not sound effects. Um... If you can guess what this is, you win a hundred million Zimbabwean krona. I don't even know. I know they've just introduced a new currency in Zimbabwe and it hasn't gone very well. And it shouldn't because they've got Mr. Mugabe. Uh, So there's the politics out the way. It was a stapler, by the way, just in case people are emailing me. You only had that certain amount of time to to get in contact with me, and nobody did. It was a stapler. So, staple this. I, um, I, I've been on social media. I, uh, if you don't follow me on social media, go Facebook. I've got a little kind of orange flag one, and on um, Instagram and Twitter, and I think I've even got a MySpace. That'd be quite nice to get a little request. Did you used to request on MySpace, or you just followed them? Who knows, eh? There's kids on there listening going, what? 
What's MySpace? What's that, Grandad? It was the it was the start of everything. That's what it was. Uh, and I've been teasing some big news. And I want you to find out the big news. Here's the big news. It's on January the 6th, 2017. But written down 2016 there. January the 6th, 2017. Al Pitcher special. One hour. I think it's like 57 minutes, in fact. Of my best ever jokes. My greatest hits. Uh, it's called Fifan Svaria. And it's on at 22.30. On SVT1. It's the last Friday before everybody has to bloody get back to work. So you're going to be relaxed. You're probably not going to like your family. You're just going to want to sit down and have a big old laugh. Now, this is where you come in. Obviously, I need your laugh. I need the heartiness. I uh, I, I need that kind of to echo across this country. But what I do need also is you to tell people. So now I want you to start, just tell, if you tell three people, it'll be brilliant, okay? Just tell three people. And if you feel like telling more, tell more. Just get on Facebook, get on social media. This is where, because I'm not, I'm not like TV famous. I'm not radio famous, although I've got a face for radio. (coughs) Joke. I, um... You guys have have made my career by buying the tickets, coming to the shows, laughing at my stuff, listening to my podcast, liking my photos, etc., etc. Um, and I appreciate that very much. So I really need to let's let's try and uh, I mean SVT have bought they buy the show you you do the show and they buy it from you and then I pay for the filming. So it's like an SVT. Uh, they, they they play it right, but uh, the production was done uh, through through my sources. Okay, so um, so they they will play it, but we want you you people to tell other people. Um, that's the way I think it's the best because it comes from word of mouth. It comes from you people. So that's my big news. January the sixth, two thousand and seventeen. Don't say that sounds like. F- Oh, that sounds far away, Al. It doesn't because it's December already, okay? It's December. It's like six weeks away, okay? So I want you to be there January the 6th, 2017, SVT1, 2230. It's me. It's Al Pitcher. Um, and uh, I've, I've seen, the, I've seen the, the final edit. It's, it's, it's a fun, fun. We recorded it in Stockholm in April, um over um uh in april yeah and uh at reval and i just put together the the best bits of me um so 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 please do that um and if you want to see information about live shows you have to go to alpitcher.com um there's something about svt you we can't promote shows while promoting other stuff so if you want to yeah you you know people are not um uh and also i apologize if i'm sounding a bit slurry um i had some dental um uh work done i'm sounding like uh dracula on a day off but um yeah had some dental work i call it mental work because the guy Wow, I don't think he liked people, teeth, or me. He just, he said, oh, I wasn't bad. 
It's not good, but it's not bad. But what he did to me, wowza. And, and it's awkward when someone's in your mouth, okay? If you know what I mean. Uh, it's very awkward. And because you can't, I, I like to chat. I like to, to get a bit of banter going, a bit of, a bit of talk. But you can't do that when a big finger is in your in your mouth. A big rubber glove finger is pushing your gums back. And, uh, yeah, and he said to me, so, yo, you, do, do you smoke? And that's always not a good sign because I've never smoked in my life. Um, so he, he did some work. It's like, have you ever had a hot shave? Um, they They kind of, you know, they do this hot shave thing I suppose I'm talking to mostly men here on that question unless I don't know it's a it's a it's a, it's a open world now maybe maybe some ladies like a hot shave maybe it's quite nice I don't know is that I thought it was a nice thing to say <laughs> why, why, why are you turning it off come back no I um so you had the hot shave and it's that moment. It's 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 kind of like fear. It's like the dentist. It's 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 fear, but it's a sense of embarrassment as well, because the hot shave. You think, oh, they'll kind of maybe if they cut you or something, and you'd be that person, you know, that guy who had his throat cut having a hot shave, or that guy where the dentist brought in other dentists to just look look at this teeth here, look at this tooth, wow. You know, and I was trying to do a few jokes, you know, I said, mate, you can't handle the tooth. Didn't go as well as your laughter that I just heard. So um, that's what's been happening to me. So I've got a really sore mouth and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's also strange because I I don't think my pain threshold is so great. Let's be honest. Um, he said it would it'd be just like like but getting like a little scratch, you know, a little scratch on your hand or something. It was a lot more to me. It was a lot more pain. It was my, yeah, it, it wasn't good. Um, it was uh, let, let's call it bloody terrible. But I did mention this to my wife, and she said childbirth, and I I had to shut up really. Um, there's no point in, in, in arguing there, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was a trauma to my mouth. Um, also we're going to have a, uh, interview coming up right now with my guest, Adil Faki. This is Fika with Al Pitcher. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for telling people. I know you've paused it now. You paused it, you went away, you went onto social media and you said, oh, Al Pitcher's got a special. It's called Fifan Svaria. It's his greatest hits. It's on SVT1 at 22.30. Go for it. And uh, and then you're back now. Yeah. So uh, thank you so, so much for, for, for being amazing. Um, I'm going away to Australia and New Zealand. Uh, this will be December the 3rd. So I won't be here for a bit of Pepacocca um, and Santa Lucia. My 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 family want to do Santa Lucia. Uh, I think we're in Brisbane at the time, and Brisbane's just been hit by a heat wave of forty degrees. So that's going to be awkward when I've got the uh, the candles on my head, and I'm going down the Brisbane the Brisbane High Street, 
Santa Lucia. And that's what I'm going to do for you. Right at the end, I'm going to sing a Christmas song. Okay? That's what I'll do. The final thing I do on this podcast for 2016 will be a Christmas song. So you've got to keep listening. Anyway, here we go, folks. This is my guest. Um, I want you to laugh on this podcast, but I also want you to learn stuff. I also want you to understand how it is. If you are Swedish and you you know, or if you're not Swedish and you've moved here, this is kind of a story of that. So, um, so I hope you enjoy it. This is my good friend, um, and he's got a cool story. So let's listen to it. This is my interview on the podcast with my guest, Adil Faki. Stucka, stucka, stucka with my guest. Stucka, stucka, stucka under house arrest. Stucka, stucka, stucka gonna help me with my Swedish test. Okay, here is my guest. Okay, I am here. <laughs> we just had a pepper cocker sandwich, hence the... Um... I still actually have something on your... Have I? Cheek, yeah, the left side. Well, that's that's going. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, but that's going to be great. Just... It's going to be great radio, yeah, though, no, isn't it? Go. That you're. Um, that is my friend. Uh, that is my compass. That is my um, my inspiration. No, you're not my inspiration. <laughs> you're my friend. No, you've inspired me. You've inspired me. Um, it's Adil Fucky. Um, hello. Hello, Adil. Hello. Um, we we've known each other for quite a while. Um, my my objective of this podcast is to to understand the whole second language thing. So, me coming here. So, what I want to talk to you about. You were not born in Sverige. No, just about not. Just about not. Is that what it says on your passport? Yeah, I wished that would have said on my passport, but it doesn't. Could you imagine the hassle you would get in every airport passport control if it just said born? Just about not. Well, it would have been less hassle than I get now. But do you, be... do you get hassled? Oh yeah, every every time, every country. Because you're on. Because I'm born in Lahore, Pakistan. But you've got a Swedish passport. Yes, but it's but that's not the problem. The problem is the name, and then the the place of birth. Please, you're not going to reveal a big thing. You are a deal fucky, aren't you? Yeah. Take off your mask. Um, Here but... we go. It's me. It's Liza from the show. Uh, um, you were born in Pakistan. You came here when you were three months. Yeah. Your family were surprised. They're like, yeah, where, they're where is like, he? How could he come by yeah, himself? Yeah. But I was an amazing child. Um, could fly at the age of three months. Okay. And then you went... Um, you moved to Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, you went. It sounds like this is a person. Like the three months old baby's walking around like, where am I moving? It sounds like you're dead and I'm talking to someone and researching like a speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, but you're not dead. You're still here. And, yeah. and, and don't let anybody say otherwise. You, so you came here. What language were you speaking when you were three months? Uh, you weren't speaking, were you? No, no. What was your first language? Uh, well, Urdu and Punjabi. I guess uh, that's what my parents spoke, and they couldn't speak a word of Swedish, of course. Yeah. While I was growing up, the first year they started learning a bit, of course. Why did you come here? Uh, well, political refugees. Um, my father was is still agnostic. That was during the '97-9. There was a um, a revolution in, in Pakistan, you could say, with military coup, 
and uh, it was all it changed the sharia law of islam and the people that weren't religious were of course not very very in great situation there some people disappeared and jailed and stuff like that uh, my dad uh, was also a poet and he was a big uh, supporter of Bhutto, who was hanged the prime the, oh. the 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 democratic chosen leader was hanged and then the military coup came to Hak instead and then a lot of people fled so basically they came to sweden uh, mostly because my father wasn't as religious as the other part. Oh, not not religious as all, at, all. at all, which is very unusual amongst people from Pakistan back then and now, of course. And did you pick Sweden because it's not religious as well? Yeah, my dad's best mate, who was also a political refugee and a writer, he uh, came to Sweden mm. before my dad came because they waited a year in Pakistan still after the revolution. Thought we'll see what happens, you know. Uh, Classic Pakistani attitude. No, but I think they. I mean, first of all, you can't just leave straight away when no. you have when you have a life built up there. When, when you have like everything settled, you got two children, one child on the way. One child was on the way. You have two children, good job, everything is fine. Yeah, all your family is there. I mean, that's everything is everything is perfect. So, so I think you wait for a while to see what will happen. Maybe you know, maybe he's not that of a lunatic or. You know, maybe we'll disappear, some new guy comes, whatever. It didn't. So after a year, he went and he talked to his, his uh, friend. And the thing was, they were, when they were young, usually you were either very religious in these areas or the counterpart was uh, communism. Oh, yeah. So they were like young communists when they were young leftist Marxists. Wow. You know, super Marxists. Yeah. He had like Marx on his wall when he grew up and stuff like that. Um, so his friend said, I'm in Sweden, this is socialist paradise. This is what we've been dreaming about. This is what we've been talking about society should be like. Yeah. You know, for the family, education, very much edu- education important, you know. So <laughs> it's very, that's all we heard. Education is important. That's the English we... we Even when you're in the stomach. You, you, well, you very that. much then, I yeah. think. That's the thing. That was a mantra, man. He was like, he didn't have recording device. He used to sit all night and just talk. That was tired. It didn't work. So, and that's when we came to Sweden, because they thought it would be great. So he came here a couple of months, two months early. When I was just newborn, he came to Sweden, scouted the area, and then we came. Um, so he came over here first? Yeah. I was wow. three weeks old when he left. Wow. Yeah. That must have been quite scary for your mum. Yeah, it must be scary for everybody back then, of course. But the thing is, scary for her, yes, but you have to understand back then, in Pakistan, these areas, they don't live like we do here. So he left to Sweden, but his brother, his wife, uh, brother's wife, they're all children who were who are all older than me are. So they had five kids there, his brother, his other brother, my father's, my mom's parents lived like 50 meters away from where they lived. Mm. So she had her entire family still there, but the, you know, it's still very, very frightening for, you know, the maid pr- provider to just leave and yeah. you don't know where, what's going to happen and um, during the time what's going to happen here. But he had to go there and, and, you know, so, but it all turned out, worked out well. So he came here, yeah. said, Oi, Skyped, he didn't Skype you. He just said, pack your bags. Yeah. We're off to Sweden. You got here, you started Dargis. Yeah. You were talking, speaking Urdu, I suppose. Yeah. You were, were you Adil Faki then? No, I was I'm Adil Krishan Faki now. Back then I was just Krishan Faki. Okay. Which is the oddest name for a Pakistani ever and never would ever anybody have that name again. Impossible. Why is that? Because it's it's a Hindu name and yeah. in Pakistan and we after separation in 1946 between Pakistan and India, which is a religious reason. They were in the Cold War in 1980 as well. And Krishan is a strictly Hindu name uh, yeah. from Krishna. And so Krishna, K- Krish, 
Krishna Fakir means uh, Krishna who knows a lot about Islam. And my yeah. first name is Adil, which means the righteous one who knows a lot about Islam, which is an unbelievable wow, there's a few, there's a few bit of heaviness on your shoulders there. No, it's a stupid name for somebody who's very Muslim yeah. and don't dislike Hinduism, read that name, and will be like, what is wrong with you? Who are you? You know. So it's, it's, not, a, it's not a very... But it would be clever. weird if you were called Bob. Less weird. Less weird. Less weird. <laughs> way, way less. To be honest, from Funny now that on. you said Bob. You know why? My <laughs> uncle in, in America, who yeah. left Pakistan when he was 16, he's American now, his, his name is so, so uh, complete, Mansoor, and his yeah. brother's name is Mansoor. Unbelievable. They think it's different names. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I was like, but how could his name be Mansoor when, when our mamu, our uncle in Pakistan is Mansoor? He's like, no, he's Mansoor. I was like, you just said the same thing. Maybe so, they came out and they said, hey, come and look at this Mansoor. I got, I got two cousins in, in Manchester, Usman Usma. <laughs> Are you shitting me? That's a Z and an S. That's the difference. It's like Adil and Adil. Adele. Adele, yeah. She's my favorite dog. No, his uh, name is, he, he's called Bob. Okay. <laughs> in, in, so, and that's, so trust me, it's completely normal. <laughs> they call him Bob. I don't know why, because his name is Manzoor and we call him Mana, which is his nickname, which is even weirder. And they were like, yeah, Bob. I was like, who the hell is Bob? It's like, your uncle's name is Bob. I was like, sure, whatever, dude. His name is Bob now. Um, and then you spoke Swedish. You learned it in Dagis. Yeah, of course. Easier to learn when you're a kid. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it's never been that I didn't know Swedish. I mean, for me, it's that's not there. And apparently, my sister came when she was eight. She was eight years older than I am, and uh, and she still is, of course. Uh, <laughs> but she apparently learned. Well, I remember both my parents' friends and my parents saying that she was here like three weeks, and like four weeks into it, she was speaking Swedish. She started school straight away. Yeah. Uh, my brother was four, of course, so he went to Dagest first to learn probably pretty quick. I mean, he just started to learn Urdu probably before. You know, he doesn't speak that much. He's yeah. But my sister, obviously, but she's a linguist today, so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might have helped. And how many languages do you know now? Well, it depends if you say fluently or, or not. But what you do realize is that you easily can connect languages. Uh, I mean, I speak Swedish, of course, my first language, I would say now. English, we did speak a bit English at home as well, you know, mixture, like most Pakistan Indian people do. Then with Urdu, of course, and then Punjabi... Uh, Funny, my parents speak Punjabi to me quite often. I answer them in Urdu. This is very common for okay. us. Because for me, I didn't understand there was two languages growing up. Is uh, it just for you? That's not a normal thing? No, it's pretty normal, I think, for people who have similar backgrounds as I do. Like, my parents are... My is that like speaking Swedish to someone and they're answering in Norwegian? Swedish and Danish, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Swedish and Norwegian or maybe you can say not whole sentences we mix a lot this is really weird I mean we speak at home it's it's mom if I speak to my father's friend he will definitely use if he's from Punjab northern India Pakistan he will definitely use some Punjabi words yeah then he will speak Urdu generally but then English will come in here and there like in a sentence or a whole sentence. That's the normal thing. That's isn't it? Yeah. completely normal. And yeah. because we live in Sweden for so long, he will also, my parents' friends, not my parents, my parents' friends will here and there speak Swedish as well. Both, do, you, do your parents speak Swedish? No? To me? Yeah. No, we never speak Swedish. But they do speak Swedish. Yeah, of course. I lived here 36 years. Well, I've lived here like eight now. Yeah, but you have to understand, they had to learn it in a different way than you had to. Because you're, you're English, we want to speak English to you. This was 80s, everybody didn't speak Swedish in, uh, English in older ages. Their English is, of course, not your English. 
when you speak English, you say, "Oh, there's a British guy. Let him let him teach us English." But when I go into like Ica, yeah, and I'll try and say something in Swedish, mm. they go, "Oh, sorry, uh, thank you, no problem." Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, "Yeah, what?" My parents didn't get that. No, uh, for them it was like they didn't even speak. Try to speak. Try maybe English for a, in a minute in the beginning, but you know, people get like, "Why do you speak English? Learn Swedish." Uh, what was it like then? This is quite a. This might be quite a broad question. All right. What was it like, a little Pakistan child coming here? Did you get shit from the other pupils? Uh, Was there a lot of immigration then? In really early age, the first 10 years, I wouldn't say it was that palpable at all because we lived in Mashta, which is north of Stockholm a bit. And it's quite a... Back then, a lot of immigrants moved to from the the mid-70s. So when we came, there was already quite a lot of immigration there from uh, Lebanon, Syria, uh, back then, a lot, especially there. And then some Pakistan, Iran, a lot of Iran, because same thing happened in Iran and Pakistan just yeah. a year earlier. So a lot of people were there already. So when I grew up in Mashta, it wasn't so odd because I was so young. So there wasn't like any Nazis or racists there. So yeah. I didn't notice that. In school, when I went, you know, there was so many, half the class almost spoke Arabic as, you know, as, as home, what do you call it, Hemsbrook or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so it was all normal that people were from different areas. And nobody said, we were joking around with each other, but that was jokey, you know, Arabic, this sounds funny, they said, yeah. oh, this sounds funny. We were kids. Yeah. But then when I moved to Norviken, which is Solentino, which is a bit further uh, south, more closer to Stockholm, it, we were like the only immigrant family in that direct area we lived in. In my class, there was one other who was Kurdistan, but he lived like a couple of kilometers away. Where we lived, it was only us and maybe 60 other families that were all Swedish, yeah. you know, uh, ethnic and Swedish. And then it was difference. Yeah. That was a big difference. First of all, the area my dad wanted to move to, you know, because he wanted to have a more Swedish area, doesn't, you know, not as much problems as it was in the suburbs with a lot of foreigners because it's poorer, you know, everything. But then uh, the other trouble was where we lived, it was a lot of Nazis in the no- 90s in Sweden, and especially those areas. The mm. Plans Vaspe, Norvik, and Utebro, where we grew up. And then south of Stockholm, Huddinge, and a lot of Nazis. I mean, so where I lived, I could get off the train, I was 11 years old, and there was six skinheads. Mm. Only boots, jackets, wow. the, whole, the whole package. Standing in, in a small, small little area, it's like, like a village almost. Come off the train, this one Ica, this one kiosk. And then there's a couple of pop, and then you have to walk until you come to houses. Yeah. You know, there's nothing else there. So, uh, so that was a bit scary, of course. So I remember we did some stupid things. I mean, we, did, I mean, not stupid, but you had to. I mean, I was 14 years old, 13. I had tear gas in my pocket. Both me, what? my brother, and my sister. Yeah, because we were the only foreign kids there. Not tear gas. Um, tear gas. No. Spray. Pepper spray. Pepper no, wait, spray. Oh, sorry. Not like... We say, no, sorry. We say tour gas in Swedish. <laughs> I was uh, pepper say, spray. Like tear gas. Like, <laughs> no, no, just no, threw no. it. Like, there's like <laughs> gas everywhere. It was warm, mate. It was wise to paint my face. Go with a machine gun and some tear gas. I thought, where's the napalm? Apocalypse Norvika. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. The pepper spray. We used to have it at that early age. And I just remember now thinking that's insane. But yeah, of course awful. we had to. Yeah, but we had to. I mean, it was a cup once or twice you get like when sick even if we didn't know if they were going to beat you up or not I mean seven skinheads are chasing yeah, you when you're 12 me. Yeah, yeah. I mean you think you're going to die for sure so so yeah and, my, and I remember I was with my sister once in the, in the train and we had some cousins from England after, actually over and I was like 15 then she was like 23 well maybe I was like 14 
and there's a couple of drunk guys sitting in the tra- uh, in the train and we just two stops we just go it's like eight o'clock at night we just showed up in Stockholm and these guys are like, oh you fuck you know you bloody brownies yeah. and stuff like that and then that yeah but I remember she was so cool she just he just spit on the floor and she was like you think you're so cool don't you you think you're so bloody cool now and she just said that to her. I re- I remember that today because she always thinks that she's not so courageous but you remember yeah. she was she was the only well older we were younger she said that and that guy kind of got a bit stunned she was like you should be ashamed and then we walked off and I do remember that as it worked the first time that happened and I also saw it worked and I just realized that that's the only way to go really stand you know? up yeah you just need to stand up and that's why I never understand what people say like how can if somebody is teasing or criticizing or attacking somebody on a subway and there's 50 people there if everybody stands up what can you do yeah beat 50 people up with his superman I mean well, who is this guy I mean if he's gonna beat 50 people you know what he needs to be in some kind of military program or something because he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Just beat up a whole va- wagon of people. Who stood he only up beat up thirty-eight. Um, yeah, only four were senior citizens. Has it changed though, Sweden? Because I, I feel coming here from, let's say, England slash New Zealand, um, the I really do honestly. You know, my my objective is to, um, and we both do comedy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. But my objective is to kind of talk to my daughter. My son can speak English, uh, but my daughter's, you know, Iris kind of stares at me and, oh, you know, and she says things to me and I'm like, oh, but for you, there was an absolute must for your whole family. You must learn the language. Do you think that's changed? Do you think Sweden's changed like that? Do you think it's become more open to the English language? No, maybe, maybe English. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's it's different for expats. Mm. It's just it. It's just it is. We we can we can say no. It's not. No, it is. Everybody yep. knows it. Who who who's themselves speak a second language or even expats know that themselves. You all know that as well. That. For you to not speak Swedish, it's not a big deal. People don't get upset with you in the same way. But I mean, and this has changed though. I don't get this as often, which is super annoying when I grew up. It's like, oh, I, uh, you speak quite good Swedish. You speak very good Swedish. I'm like, yeah, but that's like my first language. Like, yeah, but yeah. still, what was still what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still what? What is still? Yeah. I lived here all my life. I'm, I'm 20, 23 years old, whatever. I speak yeah. Swedish. That's my first language. I think in Swedish. I write in Swedish. Go to school in Swedish. Just one aspect. I need. I just speak another languages with other people. 
Ah, but still, that is super annoying. But I always had a trick for that. Uh, I'm I'm very correct in Swedish. Like if you say be, uh, better than you, uh, better than me, you say no, it's better than I am actually. Yeah. So whenever they say that, I say, okay, sooner or later a person slips up, right? They say something wrong that is grammatically incorrect. Yeah. They will say that, and then I always pounce. I say, excuse me, this is the way you say Swedish. Oh, is it really difficult to be corrected by an immigrant, or is it just uh, <laughs> you know because it's it's nonsense? But you hear that so often. It's... But even when we were in France. Uh, we went to watch the Swedes play. It was yeah. kind of weird because they, <laughs> a few of them were, because we were speaking English, yeah. for my sake, um, and then they would kind of say something and you'd answer them in Swedish and they'd be really shocked. Yeah. Like, what? This it, doesn't... The weird know. thing is that we, had you noticed when both of us speak English, they speak English to us, you, I might answer them in Swedish... And the thing that will happen is that they'll start speaking Swedish to you, but maybe still speaking English to me. And I'm like, I'm the one who said something in yeah. Swedish. Why are you speaking Swedish to him and English to me? I'm the one who said something yeah. in Swedish. You should at least speak Swedish to me and try you out. You know? That's, do, you, uh, do you think I should... Do you think it's essential to learn the language? Or have you got any tips to learn the language? That I mean, might. I think it, it, it is... I think it's it's it, it's quite pivotal for you to not pivotal. It's not it's not a must for you. It's not a must for you. But it depends what you want out of out of life. I was going to say. Mm. I mean, personally, I think you can't get every nuance of the of the culture and you know everything that's going around you if you don't really understand the language. I think it's yeah. Just, I mean, for me as a stand-up, I've also lost that. Uh, you know, I was on the tunnel bunny the other day and I overheard. Yeah, you can't do. I that. can't do that. Uh, I can't do, you know, oh, and I read in the paper, you know, and that pisses me off. Yeah, for me, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm under the impression that when, when kids are young, we should, in school, we should have, like, multiple language courses. We yeah, should, yeah. We should, we should have, uh, I mean, English should go from grade one in Sweden. I think maybe that's the case. And then grade two, you add German, Spanish or French. And then, add, I mean, I'm literally being serious. I think that by by class five yeah you should have at least get a feel for five languages and then you can pick yourself which one you want to pick the three of them i mean why not i mean in that yeah. age you pick up languages so quickly and it's going to last probably forever or most of the time at least you can have a basic in it why not use it it's so pivotal and important and it yeah. broadens your mind so much you learn languages so much easier i mean i picked up spanish because i mean mo i don't speak it perfect but I understand most of it because I look for English so for mm. me I can't understand that English people don't understand Spanish better and vice versa because I think the vocabulary is incredibly similar yeah. it's just the pronunciation that is weird uh, so so for that open and German same thing we who knew know Swedish and English for us German it's not easy but we understand quite a lot of words so we can understand a lot of so I studied a couple of years when I was a kid like 13 14 and still, when I go to Germany, speak to German, I can communicate a little bit. I can understand kind of what they're saying. And it, it's not like, oh, this is um, this is not happening. We can communicate. I mean, yeah. A couple of beers later, you're talking. And you do you do comedy in English? Yeah. yeah. Is that, uh, does it mess with your mind? Uh, a little bit for the sole reason of, uh, of rhythmic practice, I would say. That you know, as yourself, as a comedian, when you're used to saying a kind of joke in a certain way, it's... If, after a while it's automatic it just you just say it and it will come automatically whatever you're going to do it's but if i do it in english the all the impulses i get 
get a bit hackered because I've done maybe similar impulses in Swedish. So okay. You can mess with translation. The words come wrong. Like take, like I said, like yeah, tear gas. Uh, yeah, tear gas. I said that. You know, I could, I might say that word. It go like tear gas. What yeah. the hell was he in Vietnam? What the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, and I don't notice it. I'll just continue, and and they'll yeah. mess it up for that person. Understand? Oh, I said wrong, and then it's too late. So yeah, a little bit. Here's my final question, right? All right. Has Sweden changed? In in what sense? I mean, the people. I mean, uh, of course, now when we see Europe, the right wing movement, SD, blah, blah, blah. Is that freaking you out? Are they getting bigger? Not freaking me out. Not freaking me out. Because my personal opinion is there's still enough sane people. Yeah, I mean. This... But they're getting sold a thing that's very easy to sell to them. Yes. And that's what scares me. Yes, I, I think I think it's, 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 not, it's not great. Um, I do believe that for me as a person, it won't go that far. Like people say, oh, you know, you may, might get deported. What do you mean deported? Deported away? Where mm. the hell am I going to get deported? I've never had another nationality kind of. So, so, so I'm afraid of that. But of course, if the general feel of society would be you walk around the street as a second citizen, mm. uh, worse than it's ever been before. Of course, that's not good. I don't believe it will have to go that far because whatever happens... I never believed that 50% of Swedish population will start hating me. You know, I, I don't believe that. And, no, no. Uh, I, I don't think so. And even if a lot of people jump on this wagon with immigration or whatever, which I think is wrong that they do, and I don't think in the long run that gives you good social construction for our children or you know, imagine that what is right or wrong or, or for your kids to grow up to believing that women are not as good as men and stuff, like, or that dark people are not as good as... Of course, these are negative things. But, yeah. but for me, imminently, I, I don't believe it will be that. But the good thing that has changed with SD, and this is the only, if you try to find something positive with it, is that when, I, when me growing up, it was always that I'm still an immigrant. You know, I'm mm. still an invander. Yeah. Even when I was 24, 22, with, with Swedish friends that grew up with me all my life, still, um, um, my heritage is Pakistan or Indian. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. Indian. I'm not Swedish. After SD came in now, that has changed. They don't ask, I don't get the question anymore, where are you from, as often as before. Before it was the first question. Yeah. Lalo, what do you do? Oh, where are you from? Just so I know where I can put you, what bracket I can put you in. That was my first question as well, don't forget. Yeah, you yeah. see. Uh, so, but now if, and I usually always, I used to always say from Stockholm, mm. just to, you know, yeah. see what the reaction was. Uh, and they said, no, I mean, oh, you mean where my parents are from? And they used to say, but, but now usually that question doesn't come. And you see way more people like on Facebook and whatever going in and saying that they are like anti this, you know, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all together. This is, uh, he's, he's Swedish. That never happened before. Whatever people say, say like, no, I always, I've always been that way. Or, well, never around me. I've never felt that before. I've never heard that before. People yeah. say it that way. So if you're going to take the positive out of it, that's definitely positive. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not worried that all people will change because I see the people that are so strictly against it. So it's polarized Sweden and that not, might not be good. Yeah. And some people like it though. I've met people say like, I hate this coward racism. They sit and go home and talk shit about, I'd rather say this spit into my face. I was like, no way. I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's terrible. I mean, if, yeah. if I pass 25 people who don't like me, but they don't say it, you know, my day is not ruined. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? But if they consequently, whenever I walk the street, make a fuss out of it, after a while, your day starting to get ruined more often for no reason. Uh, and people sometimes people don't understand that when you have like a really 
bad patch of bad luck people are saying that too often then yeah it's crappy um, this this show is called Fika Mid Our Picture you don't drink coffee no how do you survive in this country I don't like coffee what, what, what's wrong with I got ADHD man I don't, I don't care about caffeine you don't need caffeine for, for energy nah not for energy I wake no. up and take I can have slept three hours take a shower and I'm, I'm done I'm good I'm good to go there we go. Phone calls come through, mate. That's, uh, that's, that's the hospital. For you. <laughs> yeah. That's the hospital. <laughs> Wondering where you are. They've been looking for me for the past seven days. Um, I've known you a long time. This is probably the most serious we've ever chatted, and I've really enjoyed it. So thanks, mate. All right. No, I mean it. Okay. Thank you. It feels awkward, but fine. Really? No. I really enjoyed it. It's not awkward. It doesn't hey, it feel awkward you saying, you being so normal, looking at me and being so, this is the most serious thing we've ever done. It's true. Though. No, it's going to be like, yeah, but it's going to be like stop and then locker room talk and everything. <laughs> but this bit where we recorded, I didn't know half that stuff, so it's great. You did? No. Which which things didn't you know? I didn't know that you were a deal fucky, and then you were Krishnan. And <laughs> you know how that routine on stage, the Krishnan routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but then you had the butt thing as well. Yeah, but that's that's just the name. When I go to it's you know when I go to the Pakistan. When I land there and you look at me, oh, you're yeah. a spy, a division. That joke. Yeah. But, but, fucky. Yeah, but it's unfortunate surnames, yeah. Yeah. My father's name is, you know, surname is fucky, of course. Yeah. And my mother, before she got married, was butt. So but. if they would have got divorced in Swedish tradition, it would have been butt fucky. There we go, you see? Worst part is my father's real family name was Ulla. And in Sweden, that rhymes with you know what. So it was really bad choices. Ulla, fucky, and butt. You know, it's just, just like a, a you know party of bad names. It's just why didn't they call you Bob? Because that name had been taken. Bob would have been fine. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot, mate. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's just put our coffee, one coffee cup onto an empty coffee cup. That's actually in my head. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, that was a deal, and um, if I'm honest, it was brilliant. I think I learned a lot, really. It must have been tough, you know? When he talks about that area up in Stockholm and, and getting chased with not tear gas, but pepper spray. That sounds quite quite terrible. And, uh, and, and having these languages as well, talking like Urdu and everything like that. I really enjoyed that. I hope you did as well. Um, get on Adil Fucky. I'm sure he wouldn't mind that. He's a wonderful guy. So find him on Facebook, etc. Um, and um, we do a football podcast together, uh, which is very different to this. But if you like football, you can always listen to Swedish Football Mafia. So there we go. There's a cross, cross pod plug cross pod plug uh now talking of uh cross podders here is the man that thinks he knows every pokemon in the world this is my little son this is the interview this month with frank now is the time now is the time the time for frank Frank Pitcher! It was. It's the, I'm just a kid. You're just a kid? Yeah, and I don't know why, but how many times do we have to do that? Do what? 
He always interviews me. He's, that's means I should just get one Move closer, you. please, if you're complaining. If you interview one... I'm interviewing. You do it. You do it. You do it with me one time, but you do it every time it is this day. Because I didn't know what it is today today. It's December the 1st, and we're doing this podcast. You are on it because you're you're funny. Yeah. Are you funny at school? Do people go, oh, you're a funny person? And someone says... Someone says that I'm so crazy, so it calls me Bing Bing. Bing Bing? It's because he'll touch me. What? It means that you're so crazy, so you are like just really crazy. Okay, you're, you're not you're crazy. You're really, really, You're really just funny. Crazy. Talk talk more clearly, please. Okay. There's no need for that voice. Okay. That's better. So we're going away. We're going to Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, and... <laughs> Hong Kong. But I didn't say there was a tiger. He didn't say right. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to going over there and speaking? And you're going to have to be speaking out of English, girl. Mm, don't say English, English, girl. Say English, girl. Okay. English, girl. English, girl. Yeah, English, girl. English, girl. English, girl. English, girl. Um, we'll be speaking a lot of English over there, and that'll yeah. be fun, won't it? Mm. What are you looking forward to the most? Are you looking forward to meeting people, different cultures? There'll be no overalls, there'll be no sluss, there'll be no snow, there'll be no speaking Svensk, really? Apart from with me, because mm. we speak a lot. How do you think my Svensk has been going? Do you think it gets better? Yeah, I think it's like this. Mwah. Not so good, but this one is top. But nah, not so good. Not so good. Not like this. Yep. I think thumbs up. Yep. But not really thumbs up. More a bit slow. I'm a bit slow. I mean, I mean like at you are at you're not getting so good, but you're pretty good at it. I'm good at it now. Mm-hmm. What about the time when I read the Pippi Longstocking book to you? Shall I read some now? Okay. And tell me what happens. Okay. Yelp, yelp, yagan into sima. Yeah. Lung, lung, bara lung, lung, papa. Uh, I know. Uh, See? Mm. So you understand, don't you? Yeah, but I'm going to tell you it's yep. in English. Uh, take it calm, take it calm, papa. Take it calm. Mm, Papa. No, Dad. Don't you say that to me. What are you saying take it calm for? I'm not getting angry. Oh, you meant the book. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that went well. Um, and and then he pulls him in and he goes, Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 that could be any language, couldn't it? So, um, do you want to wish them a Merry Christmas, everybody? Merry Christmas! Shall we sing a little Christmas song? Okay. What about Tip Top? No, I don't want to sing. Okay. What about wishing the world a Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas! Thank you. And when we're away, we're going to be sitting on the beach and we're going to be looking at the Swedish language, aren't we? Yeah. 
and you're going to really teach me. So I'm going to be not so good, but I'm going to be really good. Is that yes. correct? Mm. But if 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 it's that me, I thought that you mean that I was going to take a flag right there and I can look at it, like look at Sweden, look at Sweden, take a Swedish flag. Just. Well, that would be fun. How do you feel about Papa being on SVT when SVT we're away? SVT play. When, when we're away, how does that feel? January the 6th. Uh, 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 are you going to be proud of me or are you just... Good, good. Proud? Good, good, proud? Good, good. Yeah, good. Cool. All right, mate. Well, thank you for coming along again. Again, you're a bundle of joy. Very thoughtful this month. Mm? Have you got any little tips? Pokemon tips? Uh... The Pokemon's been going well, isn't it? Yeah. But... Hmm? I'm going to tell you a bit about the Jigglypuff. Yep. Jigglypuff, it's, it can do a sleeping attack. So that's so the Pokemon sleeps. And when it sleeps, he can, he's the only one who can wake it and other, and other Jigglypuffs. Mm. And... The, yeah, and on the last bit, he, he draws a little moustache. Wow, good story, man. Good story. What Pokemon would you like to catch if you could catch one? Mm, the new one. Who's the new one, that ditto. Yeah, that ditto. That just pops up somewhere. Well, thank you for that. It's not only been fun times with you and you dissing my Svenska, but it has also been you giving a lesson on Pokemon. It's been absolutely fun. Thank you so much, Frank Pitcher. Hey, Dor, Merry Christmas, and I'll see you in Australia. And bye-bye, Pokemon and people who run over the world for trying to look at this. Thank you. And now it's quiet time. No, can turn off. Can I? Are you sure? I'm sure. Are you the boss, are you? No. Okay. You're the boss. You told me you can turn it off now. You said you turn it off now. Turn it off. You are the boss. Are you my papa? Or am I your papa? You're you're my papa. Thanks, man. Taxamicket. Okay, here's my rant. I hope you sat down. I hope you're not in a in an office or in church with the the headphones up, because I got a problem here. I got a problem with queuing. Okay, I don't mind a queue. You know, if I have to get from there to there, I just pointed and realised that you wouldn't know what I'm pointing at. But if I have to get somewhere and I have to queue, yes. I mean, I've got. I've got a decision I've made with queuing. I won't queue into a nightclub. I won't even go to a nightclub. Let's 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 not fool ourselves here. Um, Red Bull's like the strongest drink I've ever tasted in like 15 years. So um, I don't see the point when you don't drink to go to a nightclub. People might go, it's full of joy. It's cool. It's it's for for someone that doesn't drink it can be kind of how are you man you enjoying it you know it's not great uh so the thing with queuing what i had the other day i went into um shannon company product placement plug i could have gone to class olsen or technique magazine it to balance it all up but i went to class um where did i go shannon company 
pulled one of those little tags, you know, the little kind of ticket number machines that Sweden is obsessed with. I think the the prince has one of them or the princess. She's in line. She's waiting in line to become the queen or the king. Every Swede has these kind of numbers. They come up. Your number comes up. I grab it. It's 26. The number up there is 25. I think that's fine. You know, I'm next. Comes up. Changes to 26. Guy comes to the counter. As I get there, an old man goes, nay, 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 I'm 25. And I looked at him and I said, you're way older than 25. <laughs> you look like 58, mate. That didn't go well. I didn't say it. I thought it. And he said, uh, oh, sorry, I didn't see it. Now, my thing is, you've missed your chance, mate. Okay? Do you know what I mean? You can't watch Bingo Lotto. You can't do the European lottery. And then at the end, go... Oh, so, oh, oh, sorry, I've got a ticket. The number was, yeah, I was going to do this. I know you've pulled 14 there and I've missed it, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, you know, bingo lotto. I, I had 14 here. So um, I kind of said, I will, maybe, do you want to go on after me? Do you want to go on after me? As though he was doing a gig with me. I said, do you want to go after me? And he said, no, 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 I'm 25. I'm before you. And even the guy from the Shell and Company, he gave me that look with his eyes of like, yeah, 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 I get you, man. I understand you. It's become all aggressive. It's not your fault. You're number 26. This fool is 25 and he's missed his choice. He's missed his opportunity. Um, and he shouldn't be allowed. So I kind of just got the anger, you know, that Swedish anger. And I think I picked up a, like one of those power bank chargers and I put it back in the bin. And I thought, fun! I am becoming Swedish. Talking of Swedish, Yule calendar, the obsession with that is wonderful. Love it. I love the way it's not really... Kids don't seem to want to watch it. It's the adults. They're like, come on, come on, come on. Yule calendar's on. Come on. Like, Papa, I just want to play. Nay, Yule calendar. Dragging them with their ear. Come out, watch it. Um, so that's been fun. I also was in a shop in uh, Umeå, and I apologise to the guy here if he's listening. Went into press Beeren. I had a headache, and I said to him, um, "Can I get uh, Alvedon or Eplin?" And he goes, "Which which one do you want?" And I said, "Which one do you think's better? I've got kind of a migraine." He said to me, "I can't tell you because I'm not a pharmacist." I was like, "Okay, well that's a bit weird, but..." fun i said i wasn't expecting you to be a pharmacist just working in press beer and you know sat there in a white uniform and he said uh, no i can't help you it's against the law i can't i was like okay i'll take alvedon then and then as i got it my uh, you know that little moment when you when words are starting to pour out and i said to him if this is the wrong one and i die i will come back and haunt you um and he sort of gave me the look of, why did you say that, mate? And I felt, oh, why did I say that? And then he just said, Nesta, and took the next customer. So that was my little moment this week. I hope you enjoyed those. I don't know what they really were. I think they were rants. Well, that's it. That's my anger over. 
Okie dokie. This is the end of the podcast for this year, 2016. It's all finished. Thank you so much for listening. This is the fourth episode. The audience is a building. The listeners grow, both in height and in personality and in listenership. So um, thank you for that. Um, I've told you about the live shows, haven't I? Um, if not, I'm doing Australia, doing a show in Sydney. Sydney, Australia. You have to go really high with their accent. Sydney, Australia. You can't even go down. Don't go down. Um, I'm at the Comedy Store, and that's on the 8th and 9th of December. And January the 6th, we know if you're in Sweden, where you'll be, you'll be watching SVT1. But I'm doing a show in New Zealand, in Auckland, New Zealand, at the Classic. I am doing a headline spot, and then I'm also hosting the Late Show, so I'm going to be a busy man. So January the 6th and January the 7th, I'm in Auckland, New Zealand. And then I'm coming back to Svaria in about a week after that. But you people will all be just still glued to the TV watching the SVT special on loop. Don't forget, please, folks, please, please, please watch it. SVT 1, January the 6th, 2230, 2017. Me. It's Christmas time. There's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish it. And in our world of plenty, we can spread a smile of joy. Throw your arms around the world at Christmas time. But say a prayer. And pray for the other one at Christmas time. It's hard, but when you're having fun in the world of and in the world of dreaded joy, well, the night, thank God, it's them instead of you. You, everyone with the chorus, and they won't be storied Africa this Christmas time. I was going to say snow, but it's not snow. Yeah, it's snow. There won't be snow at all at Christmas time. Ladies and gentlemen, have a brilliant, brilliant Christmas. I really, really hope you listen to the... I hope you didn't give up on that song, because I gave it some effort, and I did not write any lyrics down. I just thought I'd sing it. I was waiting for the Bono moment, and I, I, I think I screwed that up. So, um, have a brilliant, brilliant Christmas. Happy New Year. Tip, tap, tip, tap, tippy, tippy, tip, tap, tip, tip, tack. Tucks and make it, folks. Hey, door, puss. And uh, I'll talk to you in January. Take care. Bye-bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. 
One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 